All right, everybody. Vinny Fisher here from The Total CEO. Hey, guys. I am excited to have on the show today a friend, a new friend, but lives local to me, Noah St. John. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, Vinny. Great to be here. Hey, Noah, I want to do a quick couple things. Um, first, thanks for taking the time to be with us today. My pleasure. Uh, crew, I want to talk to you about a little bit about Noah. I want to set the stage of like where we are going to go all over the place today. Uh, you know, Noah is an expert in helping uh, entrepreneurs go from uh, an enterprise level for themselves to an enterprise level of an organization. So uh, we'll talk about the details of that in a second. But uh, crew, what I want to encourage you to think about today is we're going to talk about this idea. We're going to talk about a few things. No, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about kind of we know too much. We're product people versus marketing and sales. And we spent some time this morning, you and I, talking about that. Um, we didn't have the rec uh, live button on with the rest of you guys here. So you get the privilege of, of the rest of the conversation. I also want to talk about like, you know, people investing in themselves, right? And like, and, and the importance of that. And right. I think we're going to probably have a very strong opinion about that. Um, but before we do any of that, can you give us a quick commercial about you so people know who you are? And, and we will, everything we talk about, we will have, since this is live, we'll have in our links and comments, uh, everything added. So uh, just as long as you speak slower, repeat yourself on certain parts where they can find you, they'll be able to clink on links right here with our show. So tell us about you, Noah. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm Noah St. John from NoahStJohn.com, just like it sounds. My name, NoahStJohn.com. And uh, I've been in business for 20 years now. This is my 20th year in business. I started in 1997 in my college dorm room with $800 and a book on how to do HTML. <laughs> and so... Uh, I now I have a seven-figure work-from-home business, and as you mentioned, Vinny, I live here in Northeast Ohio, so we're we're neighbors, and of course, we ran into each other in San Diego. That's how it always works. But um, you know what I do is uh, I help people make more money. Uh, I've helped my clients add uh, over a hundred million dollars over the last few years. So what that means is that we've helped people add six figures, seven figures, and yes, we have even helped a few of my clients add eight figures to their business. All right, cool. So um, that's how it works. Awesome, Noah. And so throughout our conversation, you know, I always get my wife, who's probably, I'm sure, listening. Uh, she's like, why do you stop them in mid-sentence? I go, I can't help myself. Uh, there's something we all want to know. It's time to move on. We drop one subject, we move on to another. So I'm going to pre-apologize in advance that if you say something, it, it requires another question, I might stop you right in the middle of a vowel and want to hear about that. You okay with that? No problem. All right, awesome. Bring it on. You right now. So we talked about this idea of um, helping businesses grow. What's, um, what's, stop, what's the main reason is stopping from them growing now? I really look at three main reasons, Vinny, uh, that, that businesses – uh, don't grow to the extent that they should. Um, and really, it all, it all starts up here with the business owner. Okay. okay. So one of the things that I'm known for is teaching about inner game and outer game. Now, the inner game is the things that happens between your ears that mm. you can't see directly, but you see the effects of them. Well, what if your field is really empty like mine? There's not much going on up there. Then what do you do? Right. <laughs> right. That, nicely played there. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So that's your inner game. And then your outer game are the things you can see directly, things like your products, your website, your sales, your marketing, all the stuff you see, the blocking and tackling that we have to do as business owners. But the point is that it's kind of like the iceberg. 
which is that, you know, the, the 5% that's visible above the surface, that's the outer game. That's what everybody sees and they go, oh, wow, he's a brilliant marketer or a great author or whatever. But it's the inner game is the 90, 95% that you don't see that's hidden. And that's what I've become known for. Uh, one of the things that is what we call the power habits of unconsciously successful people. Highly successful people are doing things unconsciously that they're not aware of. Which right, cool. So you. What, give us like, because um, one of the things that people will love you if, and they'll just go find you and they'll do all that. We just love to give like little helps in life here. So they leave this show today. They've got something they can take and run with and you just hit one. What's the number one unconscious habit that you've seen uh, that uh, seems to be the direct correlation of success? Well, actually, let me, let me go back to the mistakes because it's really the reverse of those mm. mistakes. Okay. And so what, what I call it is head trash, all right? So okay. a lot of people are suffering from a lot of head trash. So think about it this way. You know, as you're in your home, right, and, and you go through your day, you have trash, right, mm -hmm. and you take out the trash. So imagine if you didn't take out the trash in your home for, let's say, a week, right? You'd be, that's ah, kind of, you know, messy. What about a month? How about six months, a year, five years, 10 years, and you didn't take out the trash? Your home would be unlivable, wouldn't it? Well, that's what a lot of people's heads is like because a lot of people haven't taken out their head trash for, you know, five, 10, or 20 years. They're still carrying stuff around. And mostly that looks like two things. It looks like worry and regret. Regret, worry and regret. Those are the two biggest head trashes. Now, of course, there's many others, but those are just the two biggest ones. Worry is fear for the future, mm. and regret is resentment about the past. Which so one's the big, which one do you find to be more powerful? It just depends on the person, but you know, you can certainly have both in the same person. I mean, I know all that. I used to suffer from tons of worry and tons of regret. And you know, at age 25, I decided to commit suicide. I, was su I decided to commit suicide at age 25 because I had lots of head trash and I was going around saying, why am I here on earth? This sucks, you know? And I, uh, I mean, you know, without going into my whole story, but. Well, hold on, this is great. This is the story. So, well, how, I mean, did, you that, could, how did that. The point is that it was, you know, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. And so all I grew up with was this, this lack and fear and poverty. Mm and not enough, and nothing I did was good enough, and it will never be enough, and that, you know, that's the messages that I what got. What changed? Well, I made this, I had two epiphanies in 1997, where I realized exactly what was missing in traditional success literature, and that's been the foundation of my work for the last 20 years. So, and that's, you know, I've written 10 books, and you know, all Cool, so tell us, what is it? What happened, what were those epiphanies? Well, the epiphany was really what I already said, it was that highly successful people are, are doing things unconsciously that they can't teach you. So I was reading all the books, right? Yep. And in all those books, they say, well, do this, 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 and this. Well, I was doing all those things, and how come I'm not, how come I'm not being more successful? Well, what they did is they left out all the inner game stuff, all the hidden stuff, all that underneath the iceberg stuff that I was just talking about. So that's why when I... When I discovered that and I created this, this formula, this method, this technique called the power habits of unconsciously successful people, that's why people come to me after spending tens of thousands of dollars on everyone out there, all the big names, all the gurus, they're still stuck. They come to me and for the first time, they start to make more money. They start to grow their business. They, they get their book published. They get out of debt. You know, they quit smoking, whatever it is, these huge, enormous uh, growth, epiphanies, and just expansion in their lives and in their businesses. That's awesome. And so when, what, and was that, there you, did you say there was a second epiphany? Or yeah, well, there were two. Yeah, the first one was about what I call affirmations. That's my book of affirmations, 
by Hay House. And app formations is a way to use empowering questions so that it changes your subconscious thought patterns in your brain. And so instead of trying to use statements or affirmations, I invented a method called app formations, which is using empowering questions. So a lot of people love app formations. There's people, you know, blogging about it, writing about it. And, you know, I've written, like I said, 10 books about that and, and the power habits. So it's those really, those are my two sort of tentpole brands, affirmations and power habits. And that's, you know. All right, so let, can we stay on affirmations? And so back to um, earlier, we talked about how you, you, so using affirmations is what helped you break out of worry and regret? Affirmations, yes, not affirmations. Did I say firm? I meant affirmations. Well, Everybody says it that way, but that's okay. So I have to just say it. And so it's affirmations. That's hey, I'm, my... I'm married, man. I already got someone who picks on me for my bad use of language. I don't need to. I'm not picking. I'm just, I'm just saying that it's a new technology. <laughs> the affirmation is the old one. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that a lot of people have been frustrated by it. So I invented affirmations. You got to pick back, man. I'm going to keep picking forever. So you got you to gotta jump in and pick back. It's okay. I deserve it, by the way. So just go ahead and do it. No so affirmations. Yes. What, what's one good tip we can give somebody to start that today? <clears throat> the first, step you can, first thing you can do is determine what it is that you want to create. So let, let me, I'll tell you in terms of a story, right? You love okay. stories, Benny. All right. So a woman came to me, her name's Susan, and she was $60,000 in debt. Now she had gotten this debt not by buying shoes and purses and stuff, but by buying personal growth programs. She'd gone to all the big names, all the gurus, and she was about to go bankrupt. She was about to lose her home. She was about to lose her marriage because her husband said, I can't take this anymore. You're taking all this personal development stuff and we're not getting better. We're getting worse. And she said, you know, so she was literally at the end of her rope and she heard me on a program. A friend told me, uh, told her about me and she started using my methodologies and started using affirmations and power habits. Long story short, in, in less than six months, she landed her dream job. She's now a TV producer. She's making a six-figure income, and she's just published her first book. Now, all of that happened because of those two things. Number one is changing her subconscious thought patterns, getting rid of her head. Well, first of all, identifying what her head trash was and then taking the steps to get rid of it. And then number two is using these power habits, these unconscious habits that highly successful people are doing that they can't teach you. So that is just one example. All right, so if I was going to start with no one story. of your books and I was really intrigued by this idea of like rewiring and thinking, where, where would you recommend I start? Start with what you want. What is it that you want? And I know that sounds so obvious. Oh, right. Yeah. Set my goals. Yeah. But most people are setting goals that are so small that they, they're not even exciting to them. If, you're, if your goal is to get from point A to point B and that B isn't very exciting to you, you're not going to be very you're not going to have that enthusiasm. You're not going to have that if you want to say passion or whatever you want to call it. Okay. And so the point is make that goal something that excites you, that energizes you, that gets you out of bed in the morning. And so that is the first thing is what is it that you want? And then, All right, so what, if I know what I want, then what do you recommend? Then the second thing to do is to understand that you're right now having a belief about your ability to be, do, or have that thing. I call it the D-bar cycle. The first, the D stands for desire. The B stands for belief. So you have a belief about your ability to be, do, or have that thing. So let's just say you want to grow your business, you know, an extra $100,000 a year. And the next thought that happens in your brain is, oh, I probably can't do that, right? Oh, that's too big. I, I can't do that, right? 
the default human belief is I can't do it because. Dot, well, dot, so dot. it's so funny you're saying that because I'll just pick on me because I'm the best subject to pick on always. Um, fully accountable. I, I had this exact issue. Like I, um, you know, I, I'm a generally a good salesman. I can sell things, but I've actually really never grown successfully a sales department. Hmm. And so I started saying to myself, I literally started saying head trash to myself. Well, I've never done it. So what makes me think that like, I'm going to do that. And I, it started with what I want for fully accountable is to uh, be a market disruptor where we've taken HR and accounting and put it together in a piece of software. And I'm like, wow, this is totally gonna work. Here's what I want. I want X amount of dollars in sales. I want to actually be a hundred million dollar company. I want our friends at QuickBook to be like, how did we miss this? Let's just go take him out. I want all that. I saw exactly what I want. I'm like, it came back to this thought. I'm like, I need a sales division to go out and sell our stuff. Oh, well. And I started saying, well, I'm not going to probably be able to do that. And I'm right. like, what? It, so what do you do to stop when that, when it, one is you're saying identify it. Once I've identified it, what do I do to deal with that like leaky faucet into my brain? Well, one of the things that you can do is get a support system. That's, mm. that's another big mistake that people make is trying to do everything alone. And so that's why, you know, like what you're doing at Fully Accountable, what we do at successclinic.com is we mentor people, all right? So not having a mentor is a big, big mistake because number one, things are way too complicated right now. Nobody can know everything or you can't even know one, one millionth of everything. I mean, there's just so much information. And then number two, growing your business is kind of like climbing a mountain. There's ups and downs, there's peaks and valleys, and there's a lot of danger out there. And so what a mentor can do is show you, number one, here's the shortest path to take, but number two, and you could argue this is even more important, here's what not to do, Yeah. right? Here's, here's the, don't go over there because you'll fall and die, right? I did that and I almost died, so don't go over there. And that can save you years, time, you know, years of, of your time and money and effort. And so the point is that when we look at mentorship and when I'm, when I'm you know, coaching someone or counseling them, I say, listen, you wanna look for two things in a mentor, number one, is are they where you want to be, right? Are they doing the things that you want to be doing? Do they have the lifestyle? Not just are they making millions of dollars, but are they making millions of dollars and, you know, working 21 hours a day? Or are they killing themselves or whatever? You know what I'm saying? That's just my... Yeah, you want to mirror a, a lifestyle that once you fill in that, here's what I want, is this a person that's doing what I want so that I can go mirror and learn from what he or she's been doing, right? That's right. And then the second thing, which most people forget and most people just ignore is, can they actually show me how to do it? Right. Okay? Because that goes back to the point that I was saying earlier about being unconsciously competent. So many of the highly successful people, the gurus, the famous dudes are very, very competent, but they're unconsciously competent. Yeah, other, I, I can't teach someone how to do sales. We've learned exactly. that I mean, we have a, a big problem, example. right? So we have to either get Vinny the freak out of the way, or we have to get him to take some medications or well, whatever well, what we could do and see this is where i'm very good like i could go into your brain not literally but you know you're welcome in and there's not much there so yeah and i could actually in. determine what you do i'm i'm just a very nerdy type of Love guy it. that is like a scientist that i like to break things down to their component parts and you know like when you go to our website and you read the praise just go to the praise page and see the dozens of stories i'm sure you're amazing at it people, people have because they've gone there and they've spent like susan tens of thousands of dollars on these really you know big marketing guys and whatever 
and they're great for themselves, but have they helped anybody else get there? And so that's the point. My point is I'd rather see my clients make over $100 million, which they have. I've made millions of dollars. Doesn't it make sense since we have more clients than there are of me that they would make more money on the aggregate than I have? You see, but most people don't look at it that way. They just look at the famous guy and they go, oh, I want to be like him or her. Right. So, but, so it right, helps. But right, yeah, they're unconscious. People are, the consumer as a general is getting smarter. I don't know if universally, but I think as value propositions are out there, if we can clarify our message of the value proposition, then I think that you can start to equalize that ground. Unfortunately, I think there, I talked to you a little bit about this. Some people are just substantially better at clarifying their message than others. Definitely. I think, you know, Steve Jobs used to say, you, you don't always buy the best product. But also remember, Steve Jobs, there would be no Steve Jobs without Steve Wozniak. Okay, everybody forgets about the was, but without right. the but, was, but the, the point was, is, was the, in fact, the inner game of the Apple computer. Right, but they had that computer. And it's without was. They had it, but was had it. My point is, he I, built it. Without jobs, I'd be some guy working, you know, in the back of a store, tinkering around with my computers, because that's what he enjoyed doing. And that's, see, I'm kind of like the was, which is. And by the way, I believe there, there are only two business owners. There's the product developer, which is also the service provider. And yep. there's the sales or marketer, that guy. Yep. It, the hybrids are far and few, Pertino, they're unicorns. And yep. it's obvious, 10 books later and how passionate about what you are, we know exactly what you are. There's no question. The point that I, I want our crowd to hear is that that's great and you have to deliver what you do or your customers won't come back to you right but the message of someone coming to you is it they'll never find you other than by luck or referral right. which okay. both are tough ways to grow a business unless there's clarity in the message and that's what I think Steve Jobs was getting at was you know people don't buy the best products they buy the best Thing that they believe is going to solve the problem that they have, right? And so you probably have, your clients will speak for you, better solutions. Now we have to make sure that people hear it correctly because that's the way you get there. And so but what I want to do is I want to know before we run out of time, of all your publications and when, when, when someone goes over to Noah St. John and when they go look around, where do you recommend they start book-wise? There's really two places to start, and, okay. and they're both great. So the first is noahstjohn.com, and you can get my new book. It's called Get Rid of Your Head Trash, because that's you know, one of the things I'm known for, and that's free. That's just a free download. Just enter your name and email, and it's free. So noahstjohn.com, and it's, there's a, just a button there. Just click that. And then the second thing you can do is go to afformationsbook.com, afformationsbook.com, and you can get my book of affirmations, also free. Now, we just asked for a small shipping charge, but I bought a bunch of these books, and now we're shipping them out, so just pay a shipping fee, cool. and we'll send them anywhere. So those two places. That's where you recommend someone start. That's awesome. Yes. So deal with the trash and get better questions asked. You got it. That's perfect. Exactly. I love it, man. That's Get rid of the trash, better questions to ask. That's the, we're, I think we're getting closer to some better messaging. I love it, Vinny. I don't know that the consumer knows what the heck an affirmation is because even your host said affirmation after you said affirmation. Right. So 
Maybe we're, we should, uh, that, we'll save that for another discussion. Yes, we do need a viral campaign. You're correct. Yes. We, we should, you know, by the way, you can't take the market out of a marketer. It's what we do, right? You know, I'll, 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 I'll sell a software before I build the thing. I'm like, oh my That's God. what a marketer does, exactly. And, I've, and then uh, uh, you would build every aspect of that software before you'd want to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So maybe we should, we should be the dynamic. Dude. I'm definitely more wise than jobs. <laughs> Noah, what I love about today is we have two things, you know, as an owner entrepreneur there that runs the gamut between like solopreneur all the way up to yes. massive CPO, CEO with large organization, right? We have the same thing though. We get, we get in this certain paradigm of the seasonal life we're in because of head trash we have. And we are literally, because of that head trash, we aren't asking good questions. Precisely. That, what else can we give someone today? I think that's it. It's like, <laughs> hey, listen, everybody, if you want to know more about that, you should go check out my friend Noah St. John. You can go to a few different places. You can see him on his media page. We'll include the link for that, noahnow.com, Noah St. John. Go check out this stuff. Get rid of your head trash and ask better questions. And he promises that that will lead you to a journey of immense success from where you currently are. Noah, thanks for being on the show today, bud. My pleasure, Benny.